0: Hey, it's Sebastian for the Metal Gods Meltdown, and today I'm joined by
1: Evan from Wilderun.
0: First up, I want to say congratulations on your soon-to-be-released album, Veil of Imagination. How anxious are you now that release date is just a week away?
1: Definitely anxious, but uh, good anxious. Just mostly, mostly excited. We've uh, we've been sitting on this record for a long time now, so it's it's just relieving, really, to finally. Be able to put it out there and have everyone be able to hear it.
0: This release has everything a metalhead progressive rock fan could ever want. But if I was to ask you to choose your favorite track today, which one would it be
1: and why? That's a tough one. I I do think it changes probably day to day, week to week. But I think my personal favorite track is probably the last track when the fire and the rose were one. Um, just as far as uh, the the melody writing and the way that all the arrangements came out, uh, really really happy with that one. And I think it's a I think it's a pretty good closer.
0: So could you give me the idea and concept for this album and how does the songwriting process work within the band?
1: Well, usually the songwriting process starts with starts with me. I usually am just writing on my own for a while. I kind of create the the skeleton. Of the songs, just kind of the bare bones As far as the, the chords and the mel- melodies And the, uh, the structures Just usually on either guitar or piano Usually switches between those two Like for example, uh, When the Fire and the Rose Were one Was mostly written on just piano But like the track beforehand The Tyranny of Imagination was mostly written on guitar uh, But then after that, after I have that kind of basic structure down With stripped down instrumentation I'll bring it to the rest of the band Wayne and Dan are both really great with arrangements and orchestrations and they have a bit more in-depth of a knowledge of of instrumentation and orchestration than I do so they really help flesh out the ideas into the final sound uh, that is uh, Wilderun sound I suppose and then um, both Joe on lead guitar John on drums, they are both far more proficient on their instruments than I am so they uh, help really Those final embellishments, And yeah, and all kind of comes together And I think it works out pretty well and, uh, and for this record In particular As far as the concept goes It's, it's not a uh, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a concept Record in the sense that There's no story Or there's no, I guess, plot from beginning to end Or anything, but uh, It is, I guess it's conceptual In the sense that the songs kind of all revolve around some similar themes. Uh, lyrically, it involves, for me, it was mostly uh, about kind of delving a little bit deeper into my own psyche, into my own uh, my own anxiety, my own uh, just kind of taking a, a third-party view at the way that my brain works and kind of trying to dig into it and analyze it a bit more um, and uh so i most of the album revolves around themes like that so in that sense i guess it's conceptual um but each song kind of stand can also stand on its own in a way i love
0: the album opener the unimaginable zero summer that's just totally epic and exhilarating and what I keep returning to so um, i need to ask you it is a savage yet melodic release full of different emotions and landscapes how difficult Mm -hmm. or easy is it going to be to perform these tracks live
1: with Wilderun, it's always been a little bit of a of a tricky task, um, just because we yeah we have so many dynamic shifts. We have the really heavy parts and the really light parts, and all the different instrumentation. Um, so, but we've we've seemed to have had pretty good success so far with the previous material, and the, we've played like two of these songs live. And some previous shows and they seem to turn out pretty well. We, uh, I mean, obviously we have all the orchestrations and everything, but that's just coming through backing tracks because we, uh, cannot yet afford to hire a full orchestra. Ho- hopefully, hopefully one day that'll be possible. But, uh, for now it's got to state of the backing tracks, but, but that's, it's actually been pretty successful so far. Um, and you know, we, we even sometimes will put some of the, Folk instruments in there as well, just to kind of get that texture and color that we feel is pretty integral to the Wilderun sound. So I think it's—I think live it definitely sounds different. It definitely doesn't sound just like the record. It's going to have you know the we don't have the acoustic guitars or anything. We use clean electric guitars and things like that. And obviously the band's going to be a lot more prominent than the orchestra uh, in the live setting. But overall, it seems to work out pretty well. Just takes takes practice.
0: The album artwork is also bright and colourful and really eye-catching. What does that represent to you, and did you have a lot of involvement in the actual design?
1: Well, the art was actually, it was already a previously made piece of art that was probably painted, uh, I think it was maybe four or five years ago by the artist Adrian Cox. Um, we were originally thinking about getting uh, like a brand-new, unique piece of art made for the record but um we were just looking through his stuff i i've been a fan of of all of his work for a long time and i just saw that piece and i just kind of couldn't get my head uh off of it i just i just kind of kept thinking about it when i would be considering different pieces of art and it just it just kind of stuck and we thought well you know why not just instead of commissioning a new piece this this already existing piece just fits so well with what we were making musically that just seemed to totally make sense. And yeah. And as you said, it's super colorful, um, really vibrant. And, but it, and it's kind of, you know, it's bright and colorful, but there's also a certain kind of surreal darkness to it. Kind of uh, the way that Adrian kind of makes these weird creatures in his art that it's almost kind of hard to tell what you're looking at. And I felt like that, paired really well with the music on the record in the sense that the record has a lot of different moments of light and dark, some more bright, you know, pos- you know, uplifting sections mixed with some really dark, strange sections as well. So just aesthetically, it felt like it, it fit what we were going for. And uh, yeah, I guess it was just kind of a vibe thing, just an atmosphere that really just clicked and we all we all loved it
0: can you tell us about plans for tour and festivals and are there hopes to get over
1: to europe there definitely are hopes (laughs) um we as far as actually getting over to europe the no guarantees just yet but we're we keep we keep trying we you know we uh we are still kind of an independent band we're still we're playing a few shows in november um just mostly in the northeast u.s and uh but you know which i booked all myself we're still trying to reach out to some booking agents and festival runners and stuff like that to see if we can get, uh, you know, hopefully on some bigger bills next year to promote the record. Um, but it's all kind of a work in progress. But we're definitely um, we're definitely at the very least going to be booking a tour of our own uh, in the U.S. and probably Canada next spring. That's a uh, pretty much a, a sure thing. Stone the works. That So I don't have any details, but everyone should definitely keep a lookout for April, May sort of time. We'll be doing some U.S. and Canada shows almost definitely. But beyond that, it's hard to say, but we're just going to keep trying to get out there as much as we can.
0: You are out touring. What do you like best about the touring experience and what would you say is the worst?
1: The best is definitely just talking to individual people. That especially because a lot of the individual people that we meet on tour are people that we've already, you know, we'll see posting on our social media and stuff, and and who we kind of recognize their name, but we've. We've never put a name to a face, and then we'll finally meet them at a show. And, you know, we, we have a we have a small fan base, but a, a fairly dedicated fan base, I'd say. So it's really cool to meet these people who've been following us for years and have just, like, listened to our record a bunch of times and then just be able to kind of talk to them face-to-face. And just, you know, it's nice to feel, like, you know, the all the work that we've put in is finally, you know, meet, is meaning something really... Uh, sincere to people and to actually talk to them about that and kind of hear in their voice and, and see it on their face. That's just, you know, that's super satisfying after all the work we do. So I'd, I'd say that's probably the best part, just connecting with those people. Um, the worst part, p- probably the lack of sleep. Yeah. I'd say that's probably the thing where you, you know, you think the show is going to be over at. Eleven thirty, and for some reason you don't get to bed until five and then and then you got to drive for nine hours and that's that's never never the most fun thing but you know again if, if the shows are good and if we get to meet good people then it's worth it you just kind of gotta you know get through that grind but uh but it's worth it
0: who would be your ultimate bands to go on tour with to fit in with your music?
1: Oh, I don't know. Um, a bunch of bands. I think I think we've always kind of talked about how we'd love to go on tour with Blind Guardian. That's been one of those like dream bands that we all kind of connect on. That if we could, if we could play some shows with them. That would be awesome. Um, obviously, you know, Opeth is a big influence of ours, and you know, being able to to play some shows with them would be amazing. Um, there's some smaller bands actually out there that we've kind of connected to that, you know, in this day and age of, of, of music, I feel like there's more and more kind of small mid-level bands that, you know, we will we'll go see that we just don't think are getting enough attention. Like there's this, there's this band based out of Norway that I've been obsessing on for the last couple of years called major Parkinson. And, uh, and they're just they're brilliant. They're, they're, they're so good. And, and they're, absolutely not getting the attention i think that they deserve so it would be great to hook up with kind of bands like that who who maybe are on a similar trajectory who are really musically interesting and um and so i don't know that that's kind of maybe more of a short-term goal for us but.
0: that is the problem there is so many bands out there and there's albums released every day can't keep up with it honestly um, yeah absolutely you know yeah i when i'm at work i'm one of them's a metal head and he's telling me about these bands i'm like who what it's like i can't keep up because you know i deal with napalm okay. records and all that and i deal with a lot of swedish metal bands a lot of scandinavian and some of these bands he's coming up with i'm like i've got a clue who you're on about. i'm sorry
1: it's just like what yeah and
0: they're like i thought, a, I thought you like metal uh well
1: <laughs> just yeah it's up. like a it, it's a bandwidth problem you can only like i can only keep so many names in my head as far as like you know i try to think about bands and there's you know there's thousands of them so you just end up not being able to think of any exactly
0: yeah this happens all the time okay back to the album can you tell me why we should buy
1: veil of imagination it's a it's a journey i guess it's um i think that i think it's it's a record that it it will it will keep giving you multiple listens i think that we 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 like to make our music really layered and dense and uh maybe a bit too much at times we sometimes I think one of the main things with Wilderun is we kind of, we're always so tempted to throw, just kind of throw in everything but the kitchen sink. But I think that with this album in particular, we kind of I think honed that over the top, overblown sort of arrangement. We honed, we we dialed it back, I think, just enough in certain sections where it's just it, now it's more just interesting as far as like. In a bunch of different sections. There's just a bunch of different textures and layers to the music that you can kind of hear new things every time you hear it. That, that's one of the main things that we get. Uh, you know, one of the main positive feedback that we get from our fans is that like they'll listen to it, uh, you know, the record a couple a couple times, and uh, and they'll they'll really enjoy it. But then maybe third, fourth, fifth listen, they'll start uncovering more little details that they didn't necessarily hear. So. I guess I'd say it's a record worth getting just because you'll get more out of it, I think, the more you listen to it. And uh, I think that that can be, hopefully, a pretty satisfying thing.
0: I think so, definitely. I can not agree more. I mean, I've not been so much into the proggy prog- prog- side of rock and metal for a long time, but I've mm-hmm. started to get back into Marillion, and they're playing mm. a big... Uh, with orchestras and that around yeah. the UK. And it's going to be absolutely phenomenal. And I've been catching up with their, their latest stuff. And it's awesome. And you sort of reminded me a little bit of... I don't know if this is the wrong thing. Brilliant, a bit of Opeth, a bit of a bit of everything. It's just fantastic to listen to. And it's really... I'm just so pleased that the PR company sent me your album. Because I'm like, fuck, this is good. <laughs> you know, it's awesome. awesome. yeah. Um, anyway,
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. Four words to describe world Run colorful, dynamic, introspective and <laughs> maybe this is a little bit unfair but I'll say overblown Me- and I mean that in a good way. That sums
0: it up perfectly. Okay, <laughs> if I just get some final words for your fans and our listeners.
1: I guess I'll just say first of all thank you so much to everyone who's already pre-ordered an album we've you know the album is still over a week from coming out or actually a week for exactly a week from coming out, but we still have gotten, we've gotten so much, uh, love and support as far as pre-orders go and just the feedback for the singles. So just thank you to everyone who's still stoked. I know it's been, you know, a bit of a, a bit of a while since the last record, but, uh, we just really appreciate that everyone is still interested and still excited. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's exciting for us and for, We're really, really stoked to finally get this record out to everyone. Hey, this is Evan from Wilderun, and you're listening to The Metal Gods Meltdown.
0: There's bitterness that carries you Will it survive for a minute as soon As you collapse, they are down to its core If the watcher